This episode of Kind of Funny Games Cast is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. There's no reason to use a cheap disposable razor or pay a ridiculously high price for some gimmicky dumbness. Make the smarter choice and join Dollar Shave Club. It really is the best of both worlds. It's a premium shave at a disposable price, like a disposable razor. There you go. I've been looking good. Damn good. Gia won't stop talking about how good my face is. Like, it's getting kind of weird. Everyone, please tweet at her and let her know that she should probably stop being weird. Uh, Anyways, if you haven't tried Dollar Shave Club yet, you're missing out. It's an amazing shave at an affordable price. There's no smarter time than now. And right now, they're giving away a one-month trial of any of their razors for just $1. Really, Dollar Shave Club. Free shipping, too. And that's up to just a few bucks a month. There's no long-term commitments, no hidden fees, and you can cancel whenever you want. Get your $1 trial at dollarshaveclub.com slash gamescast. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash gamescast. And Gia, stop being weird. What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 128 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. Hi. And joining us for not the first time. I don't even I lost count of this Three time. Three or four? Yeah, know. It's, been, it's been a couple. Who knows? Danny O'Dwyer, no clips. Danny O'Dwyer himself. What up? Kind of Funny Games Daily. Kind of Funny Games Daily. Daily's, yeah. Danny O'Dwyer. We all knew no clip. Didn't have a future <laughs> no, in right? You know what I mean? <laughs> there will be a time where I'll have done more kind of funny games dailies than oh, wow, documentaries. That's weird. Like yeah. that's weird. And it's coming quick. Yeah. We don't get those docs every quick. But you just announced a new one. <laughs> we did. What is just it? announced. Uh, the next one's going to be about the Witcher franchise. Ooh, that is awesome. That's a very cool one. Very going cool. to Warsaw. And yeah. Gonna, yeah. Witcher 1, Witcher 2, Witcher 3. And we're also going to do one on good old games, GOG, while we're at it. Oh, nice. Well. Yeah, because that's a, they will, CD Projekt Reg and them have some working relationship yeah. or something, right? Yeah. yeah. I think they're based in like Malta or something, but it's like, it's what they set up Martin Davinsky and the guys they were first a distribution company so mm, all mm. about that DRM free gaming yeah, yeah. that sounds Tim like a big <laughs> undertaking yeah. the Witcher franchise yeah we're there for like a week <laughs> I think eight days in total so it's our wow. longest shoot have uh, you already played them all um, I have played like I played like 400 hours of Wild Hunt okay um, the Witcher 2 I played like maybe 30 hours back so like in the are day? you going back now and doing it yeah yeah um that happens with every project so like i was secretly playing final fantasy 14 for like a month before we did that one which was batshit crazy because i haven't played an mmo since wow and i never really played a final fantasy game so that was like a bit much whereas this is a little bit more in except, your wheelhouse yeah. so you know a little bit about this one which your one is that's a weird game that is a rough game to go back and play it yeah. was rough to play then sure it's now it's, it hasn't aged no. well. Yeah. It's sandpaper hmm. all hmm. over myself. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast. Each and every week we get together to talk about video games and all the things that we love about them. You can get it early by going mm. to patreon.com slash games, which allows you to watch it live like a lot of people are doing right now. Or you can watch it whenever you want. VOD when it comes out on Friday. If you want it for free, you have to wait till Monday like a pleb. <laughs> and you don't Damn, you just call them out like that. Hey, so many people are just taking their choices. iPod, rolling on their window of their car, throwing it out, and then they go, "Why did I throw out the entire iPod? Yeah. I could have just, <laughs> just not done that. You know Why did I, mean? I do that? It's then so hard to. They notice the car not even on. Mm. They've been sitting in their basement. <laughs> yeah, they're on weed. They're on the weed. They're on the weed. On the weed. No. Wow, get off you that weed. Wanna, if you don't want to watch, you can listen by going to any of your favorite <laughs> podcast supporters, suppliers, whatever it is, and support us there mm. by rating, reviewing, and all that stuff. And also go to all our other shows and rate and review those. 
too because it helps us a lot getting in them algorithms and all that stuff. Then the mom comes down and she's like, are you on the weed? Why'd you throw the iPad against the wall? <laughs> so guys, what, do you, what, what you been playing? Greg, you go first. Well, I'm struggling with him. Mm. Oh, struggling big time. Oh no, mm. is this some trophy bullshit? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. It's life bullshit. Last week, we started getting serious on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Okay. Talking about the fact of, I got to get serious about Persona. Mm-hmm. The window of time is closing where uh, the, August has a lot of great games in it. And so as July starts to dwindle, I got to get serious. I got to stop playing Friday the 13th. I got to stop playing everything else. I got to play Persona and put in the hours that are needed to be beaten it. So Friday night, I came home, exhausted, long week of work, mm. sat down, put on Persona, Started playing Persona, and I'm like, this is it. I'm not playing anything but Persona anymore. And that made me very angry. <laughs> I, I, I haven't had to play a video game with, like, right. rules and embargoes and deadlines. Or not embargoes, but, like, deadlines in so long that it made me really not like playing Persona. And so for the good of Persona, I had to stop. I was like, I can't do this. Mm. I love Persona. I know that I love Persona, but I can't force it. It's got to come on naturally. There are bets out there, Greg, that you will never oh, really? finish Persona. I know. Five. Shannon Doherty herself, mm. Double mm-hmm. D, Chicks, whatever. I don't know. He's got too many goddamn names. Uh-huh. Cheeks Jr. Uh-huh. over there. Mike He's Double talk, D Doherty. Talking a lot of shit on his games cast about mm-hmm. it not happening, and then mm-hmm. still continuing to taunt me. Yeah. And then on top of him taunting me, Zyger's taunting me. Now, you might say, Zyger, that's a name I haven't heard in forever. Right, because I knocked this motherfucker out at Mario Kart so bad that his mom still makes fun of him. But here he is. <laughs> Another another fucking worm coming out of my shit trying to come up and get up my leg and get up my urethra. Not on my watch, Holy all right? shit. <laughs> like, there's some times where I'm like, what goes on in know, his head? Right? Like, how does this happen? He's like wanting to get it Anyways, out. I'm going to finish Persona. Uh-huh. Guaranteed. When? The window know. is I don't closing. Know. I don't know. It's going to be... Like, so- it's never what, fucking never. What I think I might have to start doing is breaking it up and just like... Right. I'll do a dungeon. Like if I if I sit down to commit, I gotta commit to a dungeon. Also, I, here's what it's I like think is one happen. rep at a time. Here's what <laughs> <laughs> I'm running a 5K incredibly slow. So it, I feel like the way I am with games, where I need to be in the mood to play them, right? right. Existing is a true thing. It happened. Song of the Deep was uh, is one of my examples, right? Mm. Where I played a whole bunch of that and then stopped playing and then was in the mood for like six months. And then I came right. back and beat. It. I was like, oh man, this actually worked. Ratchet and Clank, I never got back in the mood for. So that's <laughs> a bad example. However, Persona, you know I love Persona. That's not bullshit. I think it's going to happen. It's just, I got to wait. And I think what's going to happen is the mood's going to strike and I'm going to go in and then I'm going to go really fucking all in mm. and then this thing. But Friday it was forcing me. I was like, I can't do it. And what I did is I stopped and I put, jumped into Marvel Heroes and I put right, like another another 20 hours into that playing Spider-Gwen. I finally got my Spider-Gwen costume. Okay. Remember, this is a big part yeah. of, you know, I got buying the Spider-Man loot crate boxes okay. or whatever in the game. want to get that costume. Only took me, how many, I yelled at Anthony that first day. I, I did 20, right? Yeah. So then in a grand total, I only opened 84 boxes. What? 84 boxes to get the spider going costume. That's so upsetting. I got you, it though. Do you have to pay for these boxes? You play with in-game currency. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you play with in-game currency? Can, no. They, can you not? What? Can you like also chip in real money for them? Oh, you can buy the in-game yeah? currency okay. with money. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that, yeah, I got her and then I, now she's level 52, I think, where we left off. I'm having mm-hmm. a great time having a ball just running through, you know, blowing everything up Diablo style. It's great. Marvel Heroes is a great game. What are you even playing, That's upsetting. Can I actually ask you a quick question just yeah. about that whole... Because this kind of came up a little bit on Games Daily as well, where we were talking about, uh, like, pushing through on games. Yeah. Like, review scores, right? There is that thing with reviewers where they need to have the game finished in the day. Sure. And I've been in that situation, and you've been in that, si- yeah. that situation where you're, like, complete a game for, like... Even for anything, you're just, like, you're talking about it, whatever. You Like, you power your way yeah. through it, right? Like, I often wonder... What are the games that, if they were played at a more reasonable pace, would actually review score higher? Sure, mm. and it's just not like 
the reviewer doesn't like the game, but they got to complete the game, a so big, they got to do it. A big thing people bring up, I think, uh, when they talk about this stuff is repetition. Reviews right. are always harping on a game for being, oh, it's, it's the same thing yeah. over and over and over again. And it, while true, does it feel that way when you spread it out over yeah. a month of playing, depending mm -hmm. on how big or what the game is? That's always the argument, right? Mm -hmm. When Yeah, when you have to shove it into a weekend, right. you see everything mashed up right on top of each other. You can remember so many clearly these right. same annoyances or things or problems or same uh, uh, animations of throwing mm -hmm. a switch. Whereas when you're just playing a game and getting lost and exploring an open world in between missions, maybe you don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. It's a good question. What have you been playing? What have I been playing? God, last week I said I was going to play Mass Effect Andromeda, and I eventually found how to get the free demo. Yeah, there you go. And then I went to download it on Origin, and then I went to play just one game of Rocket League while it was downloading. No, there you go. No, my, no, no. My ping was real bad. So yeah. I was like, I'll just, I'll just pause that. Yeah, I got to pause that. Do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I backed down, and I was like, oh, I'll restart it again. And then I went to play some PUBG. And then I felt a little bit of stuttering happening in Battlegrounds, and I was like, "I'll just, I'll just pause that." Yeah, never. That's what I was. Yeah. I was. Uh, I started downloading the Destiny beta, Destiny oh, yeah, Two beta, course, right? Yeah. I started downloading that, and then I was like, "Well, well wait, I'll play some Marvel <laughs> Omega." And I was like, "Wow, it seems like it's slowing it down Gosh. a bit." I was go, uh, pause Destiny, go back to Marvel, <laughs> and the the Doom thing we we're talking about today on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that game is like fifty five gigs. <laughs> So if you get to download the free demo of that, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of downloading. Yeah. So my real answer is, I played a lot of. Uh, I can now finally say I've been playing a lot of The Witcher Three recently. Mm. Um, uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, Battlegrounds though, predominantly. Yeah, I fucking love. And that I, game. you're just hooked. I'm so hooked to it. Like uh, I'm hooked to it. Like like not meant. There's like first person shooters come around like once every four f years probably where I'm like super into them. Yeah. Like online FPS. Sure. So I was huge into Counter Strike back in the day, and I was in a Battlefield uh, Vietnam clan. I used to love that, and I used to play CS:GO a lot. And then Overwatch had its time last year. Um, I played probably too much of it in the like pre-release phase, and then I haven't actually touched it since E3 last year, which is crazy. But I had put like a hundred hours in probably. And this is now my new one. This is mm. like my new obsession. Your and new shooter obsession. Yeah, so, I, which is crazy because you spend most of you can play a forty-minute game of that and literally Seeing not fire your, yeah, yeah. your weapon. That's crazy. Um, right, have you played it yet? No, still haven't. We're playing next week. It's gonna be right. fun. Okay. Yeah, I'm it's, excited for it's it. It's so much fun. I, I only ever play, so you can play like solo, which is just yourself and then a hundred other people, uh, duo, which is like teams of two and then 49 other teams, or you can do it in teams of four. And I did my first uh, team of four game yesterday, uh, actually with a bunch of kind of funny folks um, on, on the Discord we're using as well. Um, who invited me uh, via uh, kind of funny and no clip actually because they contacted me on, on Discord as well. Uh, what a surprise! Just crossover. I know, right? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was so much fun, and it's like a totally different game because mm -hmm. the 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 when you're one person against all these other folks, it's kind of like you're you're getting in one on one engagements, but you can kind of run away, but you're you're fighting a lot more often. Whereas in the four person thing, it almost feels like each team is just like. Like stocking up as much as possible for one final oh, bloodbath. Nice, nice, nice. Because it gets squished in and squished in, but you can because everyone's like consolidated into four-person teams. They're sort of like you know they're smaller groups, so you, they're not like hitting each other as often. Um, so yeah, it, it it ends up being like totally different. Whereas I was like, we're doing really well. We're in like the top like last fourteen, and they're like, yeah, but we've got like no armor and like <laughs> no weapons. So we ended up getting totally Just murdered. wiped out. Yeah. yeah, the Negan crew came through. Right. <laughs> so I, yeah, I've been playing a bunch of that. It's that it's sounds awesome. It's you talk game. you talk about Witcher. Did is mm. it? Are you replaying it? Had you played a bunch already? Yeah. Like okay. I've so I've comp I completed Wild Hunts. Um, I had almost done all of Blood and Wine. Nah, about halfway through Blood and Wine, and then. 
uh, oh no, actually Hard End of Blood and Wine and Heart of Stone I've done about half of. Gotcha. The problem, man, the expansion packs they brought out for those games are so long. Yeah. Um, one of the worries they had with the game when they first brought it out, Witcher 3, was that there wasn't enough stuff in it because the map was so big. And then one of the things the reviews all came out with saying was like, too much like, stuff. Too much stuff. It's like a yeah. 200 hour game. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, I never got out of player, Act 1 going. and I played 30 hours right. or whatever, 26 hours. You know, like the, when you start the game, you're in an area called White Orchard. It's mm. basically the tutorial level. People thought that was the world. And then you finish that thing, and then they're like, oh, no, here you go. Here's yeah, like, yeah. It's like 30 times bigger than like Skyrim or something. I don't know, that's ridiculous. But it's like, it's, abs- uh, yeah, it's like, like the universe. Large. It's still expanding to this right, day. Right, yeah, yeah. It's faster than you can travel on Roach. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've played it already, but I'm, I'm playing a bunch more because, I mean, you need to refresh your mind on it. But also, with these types of, the, the way I've realized Noclip is working is that, like, we can do, like, these surface level like docs, like uh, like Rocket League was kind of mostly about like the story of how it came to be. Uh-huh. Whereas what happens now is that we have, whenever we're doing one now, now fans of that game jump on us and go like, oh, could you ask about this? Could you find out about this? Mm. And the scope gets bigger and then your storytelling gets way more granular. So with like The Witcher, like, Jeez, those fans start die. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what, you know, we could do probably a whole 30 minute video on potions. So I'm getting in there trying to figure out what exactly we, we talk about. Um, do one about why Triss is better than Jen. Get those views. Yen. That'll yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that and uh, sex cards. Oh, remember yeah. those? Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. the sex cards. Yeah, there's, yeah. A lot, there's a lot of dodgy Why'd shit. Why'd you go away from the sex, sex cards? cards. Mm. Oh, wait. Right. Oh, it was a different different life in 2015. Right. <laughs> yeah. Different, oh, yeah. Man. You should. There's some interesting stuff in that first game I've been going back and uh, yeah. checking out as well. Uh, yeah. So it's 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 like relearning everything. Just That's to, cool. You know. So it's fun. It's like a good excuse to go back and play an old game as well, which sure. you don't often get in this line of work. Do you, does that fuck it up for you, though, is like then trying to be current? Because you have to go back and play older stuff for the docs, and like especially for the Witcher games are so big. Yeah, kind of. Um, and we're work. There's another project I'm working on, which is similarly large, which is like a side project, which we'll announce probably in the next couple of weeks. But Pat that Pat. also was taken out on which one? Pat upon DC wish. Universe Online. You wish. I'm just giving you my wish list. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so yeah, it does a bit like you know, it hasn't stopped me playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. But then maybe in my head, I'm like, I'll get to that one because <laughs> I'd love to do one on PUBG. That'd mm. be oh, we got Irish it. developer yeah. as well. Player Unknown is oh, Irish. There you, go. Yeah. you got your ins, right? Yeah, we already did John Romero. He's Technically now Irish, I guess, because he lives there. So, yeah, we'll, Close we'll see about that. So that's all you need. <laughs> what have you been playing, Tim? Well, we played, uh, what's it called? Echo, Echo Arena. Arena. Right mm. on the right. Oculus How did that go? yesterday. Uh, Ready at Dawn's mm-hmm. VR game. You came back from Judges, Judges Week, Week yeah. at E3, and you were telling me about all the games that I needed to, to prepare for. Sure. And this was the one that I was like, that sounds weird. I don't know if I'm in on it. It's, so it's Lone Echo's multiplayer mode is called Echo Arena. Yeah, and it's basically Ender's Game, right? That's what everybody always describes right. it as. So it's ultimate frisbee in 360 degrees, zero G. And so you're throwing it around. You have Iron Man like boosters on your wrist to mm. shoot yourself through. But then there's the locomotion of zero G. So you're like you're going and you, right. you grab the wall and you press yourself off and shoot yourself over there. And then you're grabbing this disc and your teams of two and you're or, I'm sorry, two teams uh, up to five players on each one. I believe mm. I got right there. And then you're throwing it into the goal trying to score and stuff. Yeah. It's like ultimate frisbee with the goal. Right. So can you can you push with one fist as well? Or is it? Yeah, yeah. you can totally yeah. push so it. Could you like push with one fist and like grab yep. it? Yep. With the, oh, and you, so you can punch. grab you can, you, onto the wall as well, like right. Spider-Man style, and then and, grab the thing. And, and how does that feel? Because you don't have the tactile so feeling, So it's right? with the, the touch controller. Okay. So when you explained it to me, I was like, I can't see that actually working. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds like I don't understand how the that locomotion would work. It absolutely works. Right. It was hands down the most immersive uh, VR game I have ever played. And it was such a step above 
things that we've seen like right. on PSVR, where I was just like, holy crap, like this is the future of games on VR. I just wonder how much uh steam there is there because right. it requires a lot of setup like the setup we had was amazing but that's because we're in a room with eight vr setups yeah. where all of us were playing together we could all hear each other and yeah. all that and, and i guess you play online so that'd be fun too but it was crazy how you put it on and i know when people talk about vr it just always sounds like the same thing but it's like you put it on it's just like you're in a different world and when you're flying around it it worked and like playing through was super fun and immediately we all kind of it clicked for us mm. and we started getting really competitive and talking a lot of <laughs> shit and it was like man this is a fresh experience you know uh i definitely recommend people try it out it did give me a lot of motion sickness wow, but that's really? because we played for a very long time yeah, yeah. how were you doing because i saw the video it seemed like was everyone standing yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't need room scale for, I mean, PlayStation VR anyway, but if you're getting pushed around, could Oculus. you feasibly play it standing down? Oh, uh, yeah, could, to Kevin was saying that, yeah, I think you could use a chair sitting down and that you could do it that way. Yeah. Yeah, but if for, it, it is so, like, you know, it was that it, getting lost in that moment of being around it and having a guy mm. run up and like, okay, you're, you're twisted up, hold on, we're undoing it. And right. then there was another time where, like, I was up in the air and I think Andy was flying underneath me. And so I crouched down and I tried to punch oh. and I punched <laughs> the ground. And I was like, God, I'm such an idiot. Amazing? You know what I mean? But, like, you're in that yeah, moment, like, right. so he's right it. there. I yeah. almost got I well, I, I was, I, and that's the problem with this game is unlike other, most VR stuff, it's like limited motion. You're not doing crazy things unless you're doing it. This game tells you to punch. Yeah. yeah. You know, so oh, you're right. punching things. So in real life, you're punching. And I, I punched some dude, one of the guys that was walking by. I'm like, why would you walk by me when I'm in fucking yeah, VR, yeah, yeah. man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Punching around. Uh, but it scared the hell out of me. Uh, but playing <laughs> it, man, it's crazy. Cause like, so yeah, you're in these like Iron Man suits. And as people are flying around, you could grab them and right. like, Crawl up Terminator, them, you crawl know, up or them, like yeah. pull their leg back and stuff. And th some of that did. That's where the motion sickness came from. Where it's like you're moving forward, and all of a sudden you stop. Or like oh, when you're yeah. going super fast towards a wall, and you hit it, and you expect to feel some type of yeah, yeah, yeah. something, and you don't. Yeah. Um. But man, it was so impressive because it wasn't just like oh the one room. It's like there was different rooms you can go in in the tutorial for mm -hmm. like to teach you combat, to teach you how to grab things and throw things. And I was like, man, this is it's deep. There's something here you know and, and how we all it, had a lot of fun was it like five on five then or what was the we did four, four v four, four. Okay. but you can't get up to five v five yeah yeah could you do one v one yeah like i think i don't know where the cutoff is originally right. what the idea we were going to do going in was we were going to do a tournament so mm. it'd be teams of two right and then the guy or the guys they were like you know you can do that but we'd like to give you a dev to then have a captain because they're big arenas. They're not scaling for that. Right. So it's like arena built for 10 people to be floating around it. And then suddenly there's four, like, like two V two basketball on a full court. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We were worried about that. So mm -hmm. eventually once we all got in and we, like they did a, the tutorial round, I'd already played obviously at judges week. And so when they came out of that, they were like, we should just all play together. Cause mm -hmm. that'll be, and, yeah. and so that's gonna be a party mode going up soon. I'm sure it'll be nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when is there an embargo on that that we're trying to hit. Yeah, or? we're. It's not the next Tuesday. It's the Tuesday after that. So okay, August, cool. the first. I think Tuesday Great. in August. In two weeks is gonna be party mode. Oh yeah. And August I can't first for the release date of Patapon. Oh yeah. That's they, on Patreon.com/slash. Kind of funny games on Tuesday. Oh, the first. Nice. Spoilers. Don't, don't, Spoilers. Yeah, don't spoil anything. Spoilers. Don't spoil yeah. anything. We have a trophy. I'm just not saying who it's for. Don't present it. On this, don't talk to anybody. <laughs> no, but Danny, you should definitely try it out sometime because it was really crazy. Like when you start off, you're in this like waiting room, and then there's mm -hmm. a countdown, and you need to pull and like get out of the uh, like little pod like, like, yeah. like a pod. And then there's uh, different pulls, and since you're in zero G, you can't just walk, so you need to grab oh, and great. pull yourself yeah. out of the thing, and it, it moves you forward. Yeah. And it does a really good job of tricking your body into 
feeling like you're weightless. weightless. And as you get out, then it's like there's just different buttons for thrust and stuff. A big problem I had was the controls kept tricking me out. Yeah. Like I hold, I, I don't know if there's options to change them. Like there's certain things like the right stick. Uh, if you would flick it left or right, it would move the camera yeah, in like a certain a, degree. Yeah. Yeah. In like degrees. I wish it was fluid. Like I'm I, sure you I'd, can fix right. that. Yeah. I would rather just be like, you know, just move where I wanted it to. For me, it was the, the longer I played, the more I seemed to lose which which button was punch and which was grab. Right. And that was that weird thing. And I don't know why, but there'd be like, I, for some reason, my right hand always got it. My left never did. Oh, I was really? Like screwing it I up. had the same trigger the entire top time. Button. Isn't, isn't yeah. That the, I, I haven't used a move in so long. So what it is, it's not a move. It's, it's Oculus. Oh. It's Oculus. Oh. So it's those touch controllers. Okay. But it's, is it coming out on everything as well? No, it's not. Oculus no, exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, so, sorry. God, for some reason, I had this as a PlayStation VR thing. Oh, no, no. Yeah. The middle finger button was the grab. So, like, to grab stuff. And then you had to hit the R, whatever, the R1, right. the index finger button to. Which would do charge up your whatever. fist as a punch. Mm. And if you bring it up in front of your face, it would be a. A a guard. And man, it was so satisfying, like flying into Andy, just like punching him in the I face. I fucking loved punching Andy. It's just great. It's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, I had the same problem with you where I would try to grab things and it wouldn't work. And I just feel like button remapping would solve all that for me. Right. Where I just I feel like more time with that it would fix it too. Which is the other had, issue that I had movement wise, where it's like I f felt so good in my own. I know exactly what I need to do. And then there'd be a moment where I felt like I forgot how to ride a bike. Yep. And right, it's yeah, like yeah. where I wanted to control it like Iron Man. And yeah. it's not like Iron Man. It's not like, because I, I would think go like this to stop and go backwards yeah. or go like this to go forwards and it's not that yeah it's shooting out like imagine you're wearing wrist watches and the blasts are coming back up your arm exactly. right? it's like where you're you're supermanning it like that yeah right? yeah yeah but, and, and it, but I'm right there with you there'd be times where it's like just out of my reach and it would be like what how do I exact what's the what's the incremental step to get there right mm. to get it where somebody else is coming and stuff yeah but man it's having done a lot of VR, the more experiences where you're like in a cockpit and things are happening around you, or you're in a chair or you're sitting down or whatever, actually feeling like you're moving and like seeing a, the Frisbee that come out and had that little thing where you do push a little farther than, right. than you should. Yeah, yeah, It was exhilarating, yeah. man. Like it was if, so much fun. If you guys like this, like so many of the things that you're seem to be enjoying about this is why super hot VR is so good. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. it's so about like having that, the break in, uh, you know the control and then the world where it's totally one-to-one -one, where you're grabbing guns and then like firing behind you or like stabbing behind you while you're shooting forward with a gun like having that total control it's the same kind of you know, thing it. you're talking about so Super Friday. awesome yeah not Andy yeah. what have you been what you been playing Cortez, get it take a seat here chief come on I'm gonna sit my lap take a seat I guess okay getting loose here I guess uh, yeah, I just want to say real quick that Echo Arena is the best VR experience I've ever had Sweet. in my life. What um, was up until that? Um, Except for porn. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, I think it was super, super hot VR, yeah, oh, on cool. Oculus, yeah. We played it at work when I was still at Rooster Teeth. Excellent. Um, but for some reason, I did not get sick in this game. I'm, I get motion sick very right. easily. And when we played Drive Club on PSVR, that was a nightmare. Mm. Yeah. And for some reason, I... When I saw the trailers for this game, I was like, I'm fucked. Like, this is going <laughs> to suck. And I got in there and everything felt great. And it could be because the frame rate's so much better. And maybe mm. the device is just higher quality than the PSVR. But uh, it was great. Um, I was fucked, though. Really? Yeah. Like uh, I, So I, the problem was we did the tutorial, which 
felt like it was like 20 minutes mm. in there. I don't know how long it actually was. It was, was. like five minutes. Or no, it was like 10. You were only in there for eight felt, seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, but it felt really long. And then we finished it. And then we were going to do the match together. And then the match was like, or the matches we did were probably a total of like 15, yeah. 10, 15. And I think that if had I only done one of those, I would have been fine. Uh, like after the tutorial, I felt a little uneasy, but mm. I was like, it's, I'm just need to wait as long as possible and drink some water before I put it back on. After the second round, you saw me after uh, when I was waiting <laughs> yeah, for Tim my said, Uber. Tim, Tim said goodbye to everybody, and then I was like, "All right, cool." And then I went out like five minutes later, and he was just sitting like on the ground, like outside, like, outside, <laughs> like like literally just sitting against. Like I looked like a homeless person because I had a cup of water, <laughs> like just a white cup. So I was just sitting there. I was like, "Oh man, this is a scene." Did you actually feel like you're gonna um, throw? Like yeah, a, and like I, a fucking I, VR junkie or something? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And I, you know, I'm not. <laughs> Uh, immune to it, yeah. like Kevin seems to be totally immune to VR motion sickness. I've like never for me, that, yeah. I I'm like pretty good about it. But right. then there's are moments or times where I'm like, oh, I need I need to get out of this, and I get really hot and sweaty. But I feel right. like a lot, everyone does. Yeah, with yeah. that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we were moving a lot. We were moving a lot. Well, a lot. Yeah. When I had, but when I got home though, like I had to lay down and I had to take a nap. Like I was like, and I I didn't want to eat, and I, I felt right. really bad. Mm. But again, worth it though. The game it was, was fun so as good. shit. Holy man. shit. Um, <laughs> this does sound like dr a junkie. Yeah. Yeah, it was so, so good. I couldn't eat. I couldn't feel my legs, <laughs> but it's so fucking worth it. I'll do it all over yeah. again. Um, so yesterday I played the Destiny 2 beta. Oh, cool. Um, we had it here on stream yesterday, uh, last night. And uh, it's what you should expect. It is more Destiny. And I think a lot of people are sort of talking shit about it in that way like oh it's just like destiny one everybody told you it's like well they i mean they're they're doing everything right that they got in destiny one for this beta and like so i think the stuff that that might be new is stuff that we haven't seen yet in this beta like mm. you're not able to run around in an npc like settlement or environment yet you're just you're just in menus right now so you have the ability to do the game starts you off with the same destiny demo that they showed off at their event right. and it's the same one that we got to play at e3 um, a little bit extended as well, uh, and then it cuts to the cutscene, and suddenly you are yourself, and you have your three options to do like your standard multiplayer match, which is, I believe, territory control. Mm. Uh, you have the strike, or you have your competitive. All everything sort of felt ultra competitive because everybody who has this beta are like yeah. hardcore Destiny fans who are really good. So even in the casual setting, like I got my ass whipped multiple times mm. with a bunch of kind of funny best friends uh, we got to play yesterday. But also, I'm just not super good, uh, so that uh, that's definitely uh, counts. Um, and then, so the strike is really cool. Um, it really brought back all that platforming that I love about right. Destiny One, like yeah. flying through and landing on these things and using your jetpacks. Like that shit is really really fun, and I I love those aspects of Destiny One. Uh, but for somebody who only played vanilla destiny i didn't play any of the dlc right. i didn't do house of wolves didn't do the fucking knights of ren or what are they called <laughs> <laughs> the something king's fall or whatever kings of leon yeah kings of leon which is where DLC. Most, <laughs> folks ended up saying some of the best games was it like some of the best of that game was in that yeah totally improved the game yeah. so for somebody who only played vanilla and i played the fuck out of vanilla right. i did not see any noticeable differences the cool stuff that they're that there are um, the ability upgrades, so like the Warlock, um, if you hold the circle button, you can either choose to do like a damage buff circle mm. or a healing Heal buff, buff circle, right. which is really, really cool. And I, that's something that was not in vanilla. Is there um, any new classes in the beta? No, no, no there's no, still no. just Warlock, right. Titan, and Hunter. Um, but you do have the option right off the bat to do 
like as a warlock, you could do Sunsinger Sun or Voidwalker or whatever. Ah, okay, they've got um, subclasses in there. Yeah, right? okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the I think you're outfitted with all of the weapons for the most part, kind of like the E3 beta. Like you have kind of your hand cannon and all this stuff. But if you do beat the boss in the strike, you are given like rarer items. Mm. I don't know if that stuff carries over though. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I just think, you know, a lot of people criticizing it. I mean, they're destiny one was already a really fun game in mm. my opinion. And I, what they needed to improve upon, I think is stuff that we're not necessarily going to see in this beta. This beta right. is just to like test, you know, fucking servers or whatever. Like the um, story stuff and the, the, the hub world and the, yeah. new, the new area they have. Can't see any of that yet. Right. Yeah. You're only in menus for now, uh, for now, which is totally fine with me, you know? Mm. Uh, but I did get that itch of like running through the strike with some best friends last mm. night. Like, I want to fucking, I want more. I, right. I really want more. I want to keep, I want to run through the open world and explore. And, and as always, the headshots are so fucking satisfying. Right. Uh, yeah, Destiny 2 is going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Andy. There you go. Sounds Greg, like you want to sit down? Sure, sit down in Big Daddy's <laughs> lab. All right. Thanks, guys. There you go. Sounds like good, you know, solid for people who enjoy Destiny. Yeah. Maybe you know, not for people who didn't like, yeah, I, I'm I mean, not well, a fan of, I, I didn't enjoy destiny much and it sounds like it's really it's made for people you. who like destiny. Not, mm. you know, they're not trying anything else. So fine. Like I'm just, I'm looking forward to, cause I took time off from destiny. I played right. vanilla and then came back. Yeah. For the big patch, the taken King or whatever. Mm. And then was like, all right, I didn't get super into the taken King. Mm. Cause by the point, the problem was with destiny one is I felt like when I left, so many people stayed. And so when you came, when I came right. back, it was like, they're talking yeah. another language, and clearly I'm the little kid brother tagging along, and I'm like, right. I don't want. And they're like, No, we'll we'll pull you through. It's like I don't want, I don't want you to pull me through anything. I want to contribute and be there, and I want to experience it with you. I don't want it to be yeah. like you guys know every fucking twist and curve. Yeah. So then two is like a reset. Exactly, so. two is like, and Andy's into two. I'm like, that, on launch day we're gonna have the two PS4s and two screens here. Sweet. I think we're trying to get Andrew to stay over too. Like, just hey, let's fucking go awesome. and stream and play here and have three screen. You know, all this yeah. different shit going on. It's the yeah, making yeah. of the making of that game. It's making of loads of games. You know, mm-hmm. saying Andre and. Uh, Paragon and stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. games where you have a bunch of people to play with. It's like yeah. you have such a much more stronger connection to it. Absolutely. Mm. Danny, I want to talk to you about something real quick. Uh-oh. I've been editing Iron. Kind of Funny Life 3 oh. <laughs> over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, fair play. And Jeez, uh, that's an undertaking. It's definitely an undertaking. And so you editing all your, the documentaries, like mm. those are huge undertakings as well. I've seen your premiere timelines and I'm just like, yeah. holy shit, like what you're doing is very impressive. What I'm doing is fucking insane because of how many cameras there are that's yeah why i think yours is harder than than it's than different it's, it's different different. A different muscle but yeah but do you uh use multi-cam editing a lot um no uh, i used to in years past when i did more event stuff um but not really uh also i wanted to ask your stuff is in 4k so that as well most of it is right not all of it so are you replacing th- the stuff before the render nope I've oh my been, god yeah, is I'm your computer it. okay so that's the thing right. it's, it's a crazy situation where it's like i'm trying to do it because i don't want to lose the the quality and I, yeah. I had proxy files for a while whatever this is getting right. really in the weeds of this the point <laughs> of it though is I don't understand there's like <laughs> i'm doing multi-cam edit and there's 16 cameras and a right. bunch of them are 4k it is very taxing on my right. computer yeah and it's working and as i go through i'm like all right cool this is happening but it's very slow and there's moments where i'm like this is going to crash, crash at any yeah. given moment yeah. and anytime i have some time to to procrastinate with things or rendering or whatever, I'll just go on Amazon and I'll just fucking do it. I'll just type in Intel, type in that <laughs> i9, right, and yeah. I start looking at it and I'm just like, yeah. I need this. So I want to. You're you're a PC guy, yeah. right? How, what's your PC look like right now? 
Oh god, it's written on my uh, Twitch page. All the stuff. Um, it's uh, I seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, Twitch.tv forward slash Daniel Dwyer. Um, nice plug. Thank you. Uh, it's an I seven. I'm trying to think. Is the ninety eight hundred K? Is that what it's called? I've got about I think thirty two gigs of DDR four in there now. Uh, the hard drive uh, situation in my computer is a fucking disaster right now. Really? It's like I think between external drives. And all the stuff I have internally, I think it's somewhere like 15 terabytes I yeah, think, in there at the moment. That's what we're working with, too. Uh, sorry, 6700K, um, quad core, um, i7. Um, the graphics card is not... Oh, yeah, it is. A, I got a 780 in there. Oh, but, okay. You know, that only helps for rendering, mostly. Well, uh, 780, though. Even that's kind of old. Wait, no, not 780. No, I've got, a, I've got, a, I've got a 1070 in there. 1070, sorry, okay. Yeah, that's, 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 like, that's, that's, that's old. I need to update that. Because my problem is my computer was... State of the art and fucking awesome right. when when me and Kevin made it and it, but that was like five years ago now. Right. So that had um, God, that's impressive that you. Uh, and it, yeah, no, it. it can still do the rendering time on yours is going to be some fun. Exactly, yeah. though, but yeah. I'll leave it overnight. But yeah, so sixteen <laughs> gigs of RAM, which back then was cool, now is like nothing. Right. Yeah, and um, the whatever I have, it's an i seven and it's way less than yours. Right. And my graphics card, which was like the second. To best at the time yeah. it was like a 680. Okay, yeah. So yeah. now I'm like, I need this 1080, but man, I just I want to upgrade so. You should, bad. and, and, and I'm just like, looking for an excuse. And there's the new stuff coming Tax out right at the end of the year. Yeah, that's the other good point. But um, my thing is the the i9 is the big question. Right? Is it tempting you at all? Not yet, because I haven't I haven't been struggling yet. Um, I don't use 4K files. We we kind of shot with 4K f for a bit on one of the cameras and then realized it's just more hassle than yeah. it's worth. I mean, you can use proxy files to like, basically for anyone who's there, you can like, you can basically, when you shoot in 4K, you also shoot in 1080, like cards tend to burn to both. So you use the 1080 footage and then the last minute, you basically like swap the file name oh. for the 4K one and then you render. So you're not yeah. like render, you're not like working with these f files, which no, are like he's doing. so He's doing the bigger. wrong thing. But well, no, but the problem is I didn't have the proxy files ones, to yeah. begin with because it didn't dumb. record that way. <laughs> you're saying that and converting them all and putting it all in, that's just, Time I don't well, some right cameras now. can't do it as well. Exactly, there's a, to, yeah. a whole bunch of issues with it. Anyway, if you're at home and you're a uh, very knowledgeable computer person, I would appreciate if you would reach out to me and give me some ideas about what I should be looking into because I, I think it's about time right. that I upgrade my computer. On that note, uh, I we ran into a problem with the Final Fantasy stuff and ended up getting pushed back a week, so I ended up exporting the videos while at E3. Uh, so all I had was my MacBook Pro, which I thought was going to Your new die. MacBook Pro. New, so it's the new one that came out last year, really nice, 15-inch, no upgrades on it, just stock. It was bloody expensive enough as it was then. But I thought it was going to struggle because I tried to edit 4K GoPro footage on it and I was having none of it. Um, but I had a Lacey hooked up to it and... Uh, like I said, the export times were ridiculous. It was mm -hmm. like three hours or something. But working on the timeline was actually totally fine. It was a 50-minute video with like maybe eight layers deep sometimes. Wow. So, yeah. All right. vid making videos used to be a lot harder than this. Oh, yeah. So even when it's hard, you just need you to remember. remember. Yeah. yeah. Good Lord. No tapes. And say, no like DVI tapes or whatever people run around with. Yeah. Right. I mean, even after that, even once things went digital, like back when HD first happened, like yeah. the idea of editing 1080 was yeah. a myth. And I feel like the stuff used to crash a lot more. And now when Premiere crashes, it's really annoying. But it saves things and there's like yes. systems in place and you it's can go back. God bless CC, man. Totally. For all the issues it has. Yeah. Like, and it's like it does things very relatively well. affordable as well.
Yeah, Creative Cloud absolutely. is like totally back in the day when it was like either pirate this software or spend like three thousand dollars. It's yeah. like oh well, you've just made this decision easy for yep. me, I guess. If you're looking into video editing or anything creative at all, hmm. uh, whether it's like photos or anything like that, highly recommend yep. getting Creative Cloud. You get to kind of dabble in all of it. And Photoshop, it Lightroom, I think Illustrator. Fireworks is still in there. Yeah, there's so much stuff that I'm like, <laughs> yeah. don't need this. InDesign. Yeah, oh, good Let's lord, InDesign. All right, don't knock InDesign. I was trained on that in college. <laughs> really? Yeah. You weren't a quark person? <laughs> no, no, no. We were at Mizzou Journalism School. Nice. InDesign. Moving on. Had a 128 meg- megabyte uh, thumb drive, and I thought it was the coolest fucking thing. Yeah. I was like, "Whoa, we got to put our we got to put our our, our right. final projects on this and turn it this in." This is like 64 PlayStation One memory cards. Yeah, I, oh I, I remember, like, because when I was in high school and I did the newspaper, and like I'd do it off and send it off for printing, I would send them like 14 floppy disks. You know oh what my I mean? god! All bundled up, three yeah. by five floppies. I'd send those in to get printed into the fucking news- to make a newspaper. That what? is insane. That's nuts. My first computer when I, that I was proud of, uh, I had one gig of RAM, and that was a yeah. big deal. And now I'm looking at mine 16, which is like embarrassing to me now. And I'm looking into it, like, and I'm like, I'm trying to get in this or something. Or? I know, right? <laughs> but man, I'm trying to get 64 gigs of RAM in my new build. That's ridiculous. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Next statement is this week in gaming history. <laughs> Five years ago, on July 18th, 2012, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD came out. On the Xbox 360. Yikes. And uh, Charles Jacobson wanted to let me know that it was delisted two days ago. Uh, it was. On July 17th, They were selling it super cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So, Danny, you're a big Tony Hawk guy. I sure am. I'm a big Tony Hawk you sure guy. sure are. What were your thoughts on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD? It was, like, fine. It, it was what it needed to be, a relatively better-looking uh, throwback for all the folks who enjoyed the heyday of Tony Hawk. Like, nobody has, has yet... I don't know if you can replicate the success of that series. It was such like a time and place thing. Sure. And it had as much to do with like the quality arcade gameplay as it did like that moment in culture. Like, I think the only thing you can really do with a Tony Hawk game is have that retrospective throwback element to it. I'm not sure if you can make a new one that actually works. Even though they made new ones which were bad because of gameplay reasons, not yep. because of anything to do with that. I still don't think it has that same like sort of oomph. Yeah. So, I mean, it sucks that it got taken down. I bet it was something to do with the music licensing probably. Probably. It's what they say, it always ends be. up being. Um, and it, but it was fine. It was like a nice bit of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But like I've since gone back and sourced like PlayStation 1, 2, uh, or PlayStation 2 and 3 discs of all the old games. And I play those on my PS2 when I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the way to play. And those are great. I loved Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD when it Mm -hmm. came out, despite its flaws. Because Mm -hmm. the gameplay was broken. Like it did not feel the way that it was supposed to. The physics were off. And it was just like, ah, this isn't, I want this to be so much better than it is. Like Robomoto. Did an okay job, yeah. you know, but like they just didn't nail the things that they had to in terms of gameplay, but they did nail it in terms of presentation and soundtrack and what right. made those games special to me growing up. And I thought that its new soundtrack felt like a 2012 version right. of what the 1999 Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 mm. soundtrack would sound like. And so for those reasons, I loved it. I thought it leaned a little too much into Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 right. uh, levels. Are and, you a three? Well, I like all of them, okay. but uh, there was only like one level from one, I think. I think it was just Warehouse. I th- I think, uh, I think like, not many people have played one. Yeah. Is the way I think. I think most people came in on two, or that's when, it's like the Uncharted thing, right? Yep. Like, people have played Uncharted one, two is where I kicked off, but three and four are the ones that sold, like, 
loads, mm. right? Two are the two is the one that is everyone's favorite when you look back on yeah, it. Some but, of favorite, yeah. but yeah, man, it's ah, that was a game. I'm sad that it's delisted. I have it on my PS3, and yeah. I hope that nothing ever happens to that, even though I'm sure that it will. I think I picked it up on Steam a couple of weeks back because I heard that it was getting taken down. Yeah, sad but, man. It is. It's sad. But you know but, what? I just wanted to bring Skate back. Like, yeah. you asked skate me. Forward, EA's Let's waiting, go. man. Right? EA's waiting. It's their new Mirror's Edge. I'm like, all right, you motherfuckers, you wanted it. Here it is. Skate. Buy it or fuck off. Skate is better than Mirror's Edge. And I oh, like, yeah. I think Mirror's Edge is cool. But it's like, Mirror's Edge was f interesting because it was a game in first person where you didn't shoot. Yeah. And guess what we've done? We've had loads of those now. Better yeah. ones. Skate uh, was doing a lot of shit. I mean, that first one that was ahead of its time in terms of like sharing clips and putting them up. Totally. And, like all these different, like I remember go, you'd go into Skate and go into their little server to go look at, all right, well, yeah, this and the guy tumbling through there and then he lands perfectly on the bench. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is awesome. Some yeah. of the best compilation videos still on YouTube uh, for, for those games. I but hated they were Skate. Brilliant, you one. didn't know. Skate, Skate, one. No. Skate 1. I hated it because it wasn't Tony Hawk like that was it I I okay. liked the arcade I liked the classic mode Tony yeah. Hawk and there was something about scale I'm like oh man like this like I can't read the, the forms of one right. you know all the people are like, we want realistic whatever I was like oh man uh, but you then just want a manual uh, eventually when I grew up and got over the bullshit yeah. and then uh, when I think it was skate it must have been two when it came out. I was like, you know what? I'll give it another shot. I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking. Tony crazy. Hawk was fun because you could just like once you'd done everything in each level, it was fun just to just you're just jamming around. Mm -hmm. It's like you're just in a level, listening to some tunes, and you know, just fucking about. Reforming it up, man. Right. What do you want to do? And do that's an Do a noise yeah. grind. Yeah, that's no, and that's what skate was. It was like a open world version of that, right? Yeah, just like, exactly. Have had it. the best video intros. Oh, they were so good, weren't right, they? Yeah, They're yeah. brilliant. All the skaters getting you get hurt. You put in the ambulance. All yeah, they put like stupid amount Everybody's of work. Just waiting for Bam because they all knew Bam. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Seven years ago, on July twenty first, two thousand ten, Limbo came out. On Seven wow. years ago. Wow. Seven years ago. That's upsetting. Yeah. That's upsetting. Yeah. God, Limbo. Jesus. What a damn good game. Yeah. I remember seeing that at GDC at the little indie area, like before it had anything going on. Like everyone's like, you gotta see this game. We all walked over there and watched it for a while. Yeah. I think that Limbo is going to go down in history as one of the most uh, influential games just based on its art style. Mm. Like, yeah. How many times have we now seen that silhouette look, right? right? Like, just it's even crazy. monochromatic. Like, yeah. That, you know, it was so that, unique like, for its time. Yeah, and it's weird because you go back and play it and it's like, huh. Like, if it came out today, it'd be it would fine, be, be fine. Be fine, yeah. indeed, yeah, yeah. But like it was just so unique at the time, or something about Caught it. Every like, guard, yeah. All yeah. of the like uh, retro stuff was very like, especially two D retro stuff was very throwbacky and like fast paced. It was all eight in your looking. face, yeah. yeah. Whereas this was like this super artsy. reserved down. Yeah, here's yeah. an artsy indie game. It was one yeah. of the first ones right. that really came along, and it's it had like this weird undercurrent message to it of like, mm. are who are we saving? Are we dead? Is she dead? Right. Is this heaven? Is it purgatory? And it defined indie game. I yeah. think, you know, I think it really gave a definition to this thing. that's like, well, it's DLC, but it's its own thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You know, like what, how huh? do we, how do we kind of like handle yeah. that? So it was in that like second wave, like yeah. after, you know, castle crashes and braid. Yeah. yeah Meat yeah, boy yeah. and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yeah. God, seven years, seven yes. years. They've, so they've released two games in like that whole time. Hey, when I they're, guess. That good? Dude, they're great games though. Yeah. Ten years ago, on July seventeenth, two thousand three, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic Jesus. came out on Xbox. Kotor is ten years old. God, that's hard to believe. I knew that's sense. not right. Yeah, that's not right at all. That yeah, can't gonna, be right. I was gonna say I played it in college. Yeah, longer. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I must have Xbox wrote that off wrong. Two thousand three is when it came out. All right, F 15, 14 years. Fourteen years yeah. ago. Yeah, it must have been a copy and paste problem. But yeah, I don't know because two thousand three. Fourteen years. Yeah. What a damn game. 
Yeah. Did you play it? Different oh, yeah. Ball. That seems like a game one you wouldn't play. Oh, no. Back on Xbox, there wasn't anything. Sure. I know that. I had <laughs> Splinter Cell. I had Halo. I had and it's Star Wars. I know it's Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. I just know no, like how you feel about giant games and RPGs. No, that's, right. that's true. But I, I had diff- I had more time back then. Sure. It, like that was a different era. And like Star Wars was on something. It was getting great, great reviews. Yeah. That's an example to me of even though it's not my type of game because it was reviewed so well. Then I was like, I got to give it a go. Sure. Give yeah. this a go. Um, but yeah, man, it was one of my favorite Star Wars things. It's ever. probably I the Star it's Wars. Arguably that and the second sequel are the, the best Star Wars games that ever which made. That's KOTOR 2. Oh, oh, in a sequel. You don't have to put KOTOR 2 in that. Yeah. You, don't have to, you don't have to mention KOTOR 2. <laughs> what, what other <laughs> good Star Wars games stand out to you guys? Because I'm like a big like Jedi outcast. Like Yeah, well, there's the PC Jedi Knight old games, school yeah. ones. Um, Even Jedi Academy, that third person one where you could do all the multiplayer. The third one. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. I'm blanking right now yeah. on Jedi what Power my Battles, favorite. man. Come I on. mean, oh, I yeah. love Jedi Power <laughs> Battles, but it is a trash game. <laughs> Um, I'll have to those old NES games, SNES games. I don't like those. You don't like Super those? Star Wars and yeah. Super yeah. Strike Back and all that. Too floaty to me. I, right. There's so many um, classic Super Nintendo platformer games, right? That people remember way more fondly than I do. The Star Wars games and the Disney games. Lion King, I just Lion King, say, Aladdin, yeah. which I should love. It's hard. And I, the, fuck. Those games were so hard. I appreciate those games, but they're just so they don't feel tight. They don't yeah. feel like Mario. They don't even feel like Sonic. Right. And it's like yeah. ugh, I don't know. Uh, 15 years ago, on July 20th, 2002, NCAA Football 2003 came out on PS2. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to throw Don't, that in there. Why, for why, that's the other EA one. Get, come on, oh, EA. Come fuck. off come off the right. fucking bench and apologize to everyone and bring it back. Okay, so wait. You do like that one. I love NCAA. Gotcha. Because I've been looking. There's a whole bunch of sports games. I don't know the difference between any of these. Oh, sure. Because it was the, the 2K games as well at that point. Yeah. Was there 2K college? Were they doing a college game? I don't think they did. Was... NCA NCAA football 2003 like an important one for you? Goody. I'm I'm sure I was playing it for sure. Uh, but do, which one of them stands out to you? Like which that the one doesn't do you have exist. That of? doesn't oh, exist. Really? No, people do that all the time. We're like, oh well, this one. I'm like, really? They all run. I mean, I loved them and played hundreds of hours of each one of them while in high school and then into college. Mm. But like, I don't sit here and be like, man, 2002 was the one. You know what I mean? It's just now it's one of those things. I'm starving for them. I'm so, I drink sand, you know what I mean? I like, was so far away from when we had our last one, and like uh, to it, think of a next gen awesome one. To think if they, you know, with all the NCAA rules now and things that are changing, if they could have real players' names in there, and they could fucking make it awesome. So what? It's like a contract problem or rights issue. I'm not this? up to date on it anymore, but yeah, the problem was. It was at like the, the colleges time, thought that they had the rights, and the players thought they. It, had that's 100 percent it, and okay. lawsuits started to pop up because right. you are like, okay, you're not using our name, but you're making the quarterback with my number and my stats and this that and like, yeah. the, you're very much playing to what's happening here and they there was a whole bunch of contract disputes in that and that right. led to and i'm again not up to speed on this part anymore i believe it's now changed the NCAA rulings where players can i'm looking well i'm looking to you like you'd help me i think there's something changed now i think there's wiggle room where i don't they think they, they, they can't make pay money, players right? but they can right. or something yeah. to that effect now i forget what it is because okay. yeah the whole thing you know college sports are awesome and amazing and they totally just it, it depends on what side of the argument. I think they should get some money, of course. Yeah. They're bringing millions of dollars in. Now, the argument is they pay for their tuition, their board, their school. Right. You know what I mean? Like, eh, that's a good counter argument, I guess. But it is also... It's a convenient argument. I, I, yeah. I mean, it is this thing of like, I own a Brad Smith jersey, Mizzou jersey. He didn't get a cut of that. Right. Granted, he had a free education and all this different stuff. So, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. I mean, it's a you, weird... You didn't get a cut for my gen stuff. Like, if you sold Beyond shirts, you know, and I sure. know that's a little bit different. But if you showed a great, sold a Greg Miller quote shirt... At IGN, you wouldn't get money from it. 
Yeah. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like I, I'm not against them getting something. Hmm. It may be not a full on salary, but more than it may. And I don't know if I want to then put it on their performance and stuff. I haven't thought this through yeah. at all. You believe they, it or not? Do the they have a union? Are they allowed to unionize? Probably if no, not. the players. Yeah. No, no. I mean, uh, they're covered by the NCAA, but right. I don't think they have. They don't have like an NFL players association yeah. like the NFL players do. Or, yeah. uh, NHLPA or something. No, no, no. Right. But yeah, yeah. I, those fucking games, dude. Like and it's like it really it's not heartbreaking. It's really sad of like uh, the Madden like this the whole like story mode they're adding this year and seeing mm. like the Longhorns out there. You're like, oh, you have the assets still. It could be so good. It could be so good. <laughs> and then finally, 16 years ago on July 21st, 2001, Mario Kart Super Circuit came out in the GBA. Do you guys play that at all? <laughs> no. Oh, this one of was all so, the Mario Karts. so big for me. Oh, it really? Was, it was huge because, uh, obviously, first handheld Mario Kart game. Right. But it was also the... Was there not a Game Boy Mario Kart? No. Wow. No, right. and it was uh, the only the third Mario Kart game ever. Right. So it's like, at that point, it, the franchise was still so new. Wow. And this was one of those games that I looked forward to. Like I got my GBA, and I was like, I cannot wait to have Mario Kart. Obviously, loved the Super Nintendo version. When mm. Mario Kart 64 came out, that changed the game. But the idea of having a portable Mario Kart that was back when the GBA felt next gen to- yeah. you know it's like that's when it felt like like those graphics are possible like, I remember looking at Nintendo Power and seeing screenshots of Yoshi's story on mm. GBA it never happened ever <laughs> but just knowing that that could be possible yeah. I was like what the fuck what and was then- the battery life like on the GBA because there were like portable stuff in the 90s but most of the battery life one was just hilarious well, GBA still had GBA was double batteries, batteries. Yeah. right yeah yeah so I mean, I, I, I don't remember. Like, so the Game Gear had like to... six like, oh, yeah, 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 fat yeah. ones, right? It was like yeah. absurd. I mean, I a lot of my GBA playing was there was like, no, there wasn't an AC adapter. That was the GBA SP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Clamshell was the one that, that's the SP, right? Yeah, SP yeah, was And that Clamshell, was the one that had the which first is batteries beautiful. built hey, in. Kevin. Hey. There were so many different versions AC. of the Game Boy getting sold. Can you get the GBA SP that's on Greg's desk? Cool Greg's desk? The micro. Yeah, <laughs> Micro's too small. Micro was like, like a joke goofy small. thing, yeah. yeah. But I just saw people uh, swear by it. We used to sell it. them Lauren like Just put up her photo. I think she's going to Comic Con of like her, her with her Micro. Oh like, really? Yeah. This He's, thing, remember man. that guy? This system. I love that thing. The GBA SP Cobalt Blue. Are you fucking kidding me? It matches my car now. I haven't seen one of these, and I love it. This yeah. is one of my favorite. Game consoles of all time. I agree, hundred percent. That backlight. Back used, used to sell these. These are like hotcakes in GameSpot. Yeah. GameStop. Damn it. Um, <laughs> but no the headphone jack. Yeah. Oh, really? That was a big issue for me. Yeah. SP. Yeah, I remember when I bought this guy, guy along with the Ghostbusters Ecto One. Oh yeah. Extreme Ghostbusters Ecto One Rampage, or whatever the hell it was called. And then I also got a uh, Link to the Past. Yeah, this came out around uh, Pokemon Ruby Sweet. and Sapphire. Oh yeah. And good lord, it just made those games so much better. Yeah. Well, it's just that, that it's awesome so good. feeling. Yeah. Look at that. Put it up. Oh. Put it in your pocket. You're off yeah. again. I also love that it was backwards compatible, even if it looks stupid as hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the... It's coming out. You can still play it. Oh, man. I love this thing. Love this God, thing. Now we I got the wait. Switch. What a great time. Now we got the yeah. Switch. We've come full circle. <laughs> All right. Now it is time for a topic of the show. Tots, tots. This is something that we talked about on Games Daily a little sure. bit uh, mm-hmm. on Monday this week. Okay. Um, this is from user R. Lewis. 201119. He says, What will this generation of games be remembered for? And then we talked about it a little bit, and then we're like, you know what? We gotta talk about this on Gamescast. So, Danny, mm. what what's your gut answer to that? Um uh, vast open world games. Like we saw there was a time when like the Grand Theft Auto series was defined by that. It was like the only game where that was happening. Mm-hmm. We had like 
role-playing games of, you know, days gone past like Diablo, which were, you know, open worlds as it were, you know, like old text adventures and stuff where there was seemingly limitless places to go. And then probably the only console uh, game that sort of brought that into first person was the Elder Scrolls series. But like Arena and Daggerfall and Morrowind were never big games like like GTA ended up becoming. And we saw a bunch of that stuff between that area between PS2 and PS3. But I really think that like what's happened now is that every genre has like blended itself into open world, be it like racing games like The Crew, first person shooters, online first person shooters like even like Player Unknown's Battlegrounds sure. oddly enough, Division for third person, yeah. right? Like yeah. every like the the normal action game that exists now is as like Uncharted now is an outlier. It's more stuff like Far Cry, sure. it's more stuff like Assassin's Creed. I mean, think about it now, know? it's what we talk about all the time, right? If you say, "Oh, it's a Ubisoft game." Right. You know what we're saying. Yeah. Oh, it's a giant it's an open world game where there's a million collectibles and things to run through and go <laughs> yeah. do and climb up this yeah which right. is i mean the generations ago with gta i think what made that unique was the sandbox element of it hmm. where it's like it wasn't just an open world game people call it a sandbox game you can just do whatever yeah. you want and i think that we saw so many clones with every genre then too with uh, even racing games like the crew now is mimicking what the open world games are doing but back then need for speed underground 2 right was mimicking what uh gta was doing yeah Shout out. I haven't seen this art yet. This one's yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're great. all great, but good job. <laughs> That's solid. Yeah. What's fun. the guy's name again? Who doesn't mind? I forget. Uh, Orioto. Orioto. O-R-I-O-T-O. Support him on Patreon. Go support him on Patreon Ooh. or anywhere. DeviantArt. I, I mean, we were just talking about Skate a second ago. Like, yeah. Every, and that's the thing. is like know. so many games. It, 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 when we when this question came up, and that, this is my knee jerk, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Third person open worlds or open, you know, giant open worlds to go do stuff. Open world RPG kind of things. It's not like they didn't exist before. It's yeah. just the fact that they're everywhere. Now, yeah. I don't, are you going to the readers or are you going to... There's, so there's a whole bunch of reader answers. I want to kind of just... Well, Say I jumped it. to Metacritic, right? Of like, what are the highest rated games, right? Top, of course, number one right now is Grand Theft Auto Five, and these okay. are just, you know passing number four, Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom right. Pain, Open World. Uh, yeah, exactly. Jump down, uh, Bloodborne. That doesn't really count, though, right? The Witcher is at eight and nine right. for Wild Hunt, and then uh, Blood and Wine. Like they're all Diablo. That doesn't count either. But like that's the thing is like it gets weird, but you start seeing so many of the same things, right? And there's Final Fantasy. Like I mean, Bloodborne is a game defined by the fact that you can go anywhere. Well. You 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 can. It's not linear. I keep doing the thing. You know what I mean? Step out. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah it like, is, but it isn't. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Diablo is basically the godfather of of open. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Graphical open games, not you know text adventures. Yeah. I mean, that's what they are, and it's just I don't know if it's. I want to say it's been perfected this generation, mm. but it's better than it's ever been before. And I think that's right. why it stands out. Right? Even Rocket League was supposed to be an open world game before. You were mm. going to drive to the stadiums. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Thank God they didn't do that. See, right. that was my problem with like Need for Speed Underground 2. I'm right. like, I don't want this in, in yeah. this type of game. Like, I just want to race. Burnout Paradise. I mm. guess that was probably last generation. Yeah. 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 But a burnout, with, I mean, that was another one where I mean, I hate, I don't like racing. I, don't, I right. should say I hate them. I don't like them. They don't connect with me, but Burnout Paradise I played. Yeah. yeah okay, I, I don't have to even worry about the race. I can just smash billboards. All right. Yeah, I'll <laughs> yeah. do that for a while. I mean, even Tony Hawk's Pro skater even back in the day they did this like right. with tony hawk 4 that mm. was them trying to do the right. gta thing and yeah. then once it got to to thug and thug 2 in american wasteland those are just open world games yeah. and then what was it project 8 yeah project You're 8 right, that yeah. was, which was the first true they, next they gen literally one. had quest givers in tony hawk 4 yeah like you would go up to people and ask for stuff and they go yeah, hey, hey do, do it do a kickflip yeah do it all oh, see a cool kickflip <laughs> yeah it's like spider-man homecoming yeah, exactly <laughs> Um, but I, th I think that an interesting way to think about this question is to go back and try to decide what defined last gen. 100%. You know, right, I was yeah, just yeah, thinking yeah. Too. What are the answers there? I, I would say last gen 
and this is off, you know, we're just jumping, mm-hmm. we're just jumping, I haven't thought it through, would be defined by narr- third-person narrative. You're mm-hmm. Uncharted, you're Last of Us. I'm putting Gears of War in there. It's a shooter, but it is that action-adventure action game, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the fact of huh. the Halo, to an extent. You well, know see, what I mean? for like, me, I jump to uh, online multiplayer yeah, shooter games. Yeah. No, that's a great point. You're right. You're right. You're right. That is that is very much counter. That's what Xbox 360 did, right? That's what it. That's what it hung its hat on. Yeah. I'm coming out from a very PlayStation. Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. Uh, And Xbox One, last gen, right? So I think that when it comes to the definition of what defined it or whatever, that's very smart. You go from there, and when you you go back, it's like okay, well, they didn't invent those things. Obviously, PC's done it forever. Halo 1 and 2 were on Xbox, not 360, but it was 360 that really hey, nailed it. Hey, you're online all yeah. the time. Which, you don't think yeah. about this. It's easy. It's out of the box. You're doing it. All yeah. your friends are already doing it, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. jump in. And then Call yeah. of Duty, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. feel like if one game were it. to define uh, last, last gen. gen, it would be Modern Warfare. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think if uh, Halo was probably a good shot as well, Halo 3. Um and even Gears of War from the Xbox. When I think about Xbox 360, I think about Gears of War. Yeah, me Gears too. of War t- too, like and what that was like. Um, but yeah, I guess you're right. Like Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2 were like the biggest. That was that that was like the the ship that launched like every other yeah. game that has come since. It opened all those the door, yeah, games, for sure, yeah. for sure. So then I think by going by that logic, then yeah, it is the open worlds this gen because although we had them last sure. gen and the gen before, it's right. like this is when they're finally. What defines the PS2 Xbox? GameCube generation. PS2 and Xbox. Is it action games? No. Like Devil May Cry. God of War. Devil God, May Cry. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Yeah. A beautiful. Journey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game. No, I'm, I'm not knocking it. Oh, I'm not well. knocking it. What are you trying to say? You just let, you're in a, you're I mean, yeah, I, I think it might be. Character <laughs> There was a shit ton of them. <laughs> right. But I think that'd be the gen before. Yeah, probably. If anything. Uh, I was going to just say GTA 3. Like, it's... Sounds like yeah. it's a cop-out answer, but what we were talking about is the more sandbox idea of it, of just the introduction of it. Because, yeah, it did permeate every or that trilogy. single type. Yeah, exactly. That trilogy. The, the GTA trilogy, right. I think, defined that generation because it yeah. seeped into every other style of game. And From everyone, Tony Hawk to Need for Speed. Everyone to, tried to emulate it. It feels like it took 10 years for people to do it or something. Because yeah. like, now it feels like we're, we're experiencing the best of those. Like, the growing pains are kind of over. But, yeah, you're totally right. Like, from... You know, GTA 3 coming out, that's what, like, I bought a PlayStation because of that. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the last great PlayStation 2 game that came out was probably San Andreas, which was, like, quite close to the end around 2004. God of War War 2. Was that out after San Andreas? Yeah. God of War 2. God of War 3. Yeah, PS3. Yeah, after PS3. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 2007, March 2007. But I'm trying to think of something that defines it more than that, and I don't know that there is. PS2 sure. was such a messy era. There was so many games. Yeah. Like there was an absurd And there were so many games, games that, with so many people trying different things. Yeah. Nobody knew exactly what, what, what it was going to be defined by and what was going to hit with the audience. The genres were less defined than mm-hmm. they are now, I feel. And then the generation before that, so the PS1, N64, yeah. N64 is for sure 3D, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Like Wipeout and Mario. Everything. Mario, yeah. Zelda. All that. Mm. All right, all right. All right, what, is the, what do the listeners think about I'm this? I'm going to go through, yeah, I got a lot of people responding on gen. Twitter to this for what will define this gen. Now, I want to read a couple of these, and then ha- there's some discussions to be had. Uh, Easy platinum trophies. Rich Miggle said, unfinished games being released and then fixed through paid DLC. Furious <laughs> 5 Pick says, broken, glitchy games are released, and then lots of patches. Preach NBC says, delayed. Delays. This generation is plagued All with initial release dates. All the negative things is not what will define met. this. And Cook 515 says, recycled content, way too many remastered games. 
Those are the negative answers. Some, some of the angry, negative answers. Angry Andy's in the chat here. <laughs> I, I feel like it's easy in the moment to think and actually believe that it's the negatives that are going to define mm. it, but you don't think back to the negatives when you're reminiscing. This on would what be like defined. last generation right. asking this question has to be like season passes, yes. online passes. Yeah. That's what's going to define. That. Nobody thinks about that shit anymore. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So getting that out of the way. Games Moving were forward. like never not buggy like mm-hmm. and th- there were times where games were buggy and they couldn't get fixed like there was was it a, Tomb Raider Angel of Darkness was the game on PC they they forgot to put the shotgun in so they had to like patch it to put there was shotgun ammo everywhere but there's no shotgun really yeah yeah <laughs> Um, and they, that was just by when patches were becoming an acceptable thing. What was the Metroid that there was something that they, you sent in the cartridge to Nintendo oh, no, and they really? fixed it? I thought or your save file. Oh, I don't know about that. All right. There were games that were just buggy and glitchy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, and yeah, that but, was it. And you, and you accept it. And you're like, yes. this is a bad game. Yeah. And now yeah. it is the fact that games come out and are buggy or glitchy and somebody has the ability to patch them. And right. it's like, well, this game clearly wasn't finished. Why would you put it on? It's like, well... Yeah. Financials, this, that, and then also look at Final Fantasy. Like, it'll just never come out if we wait. <laughs> you yeah. gotta pull the trigger at some point. No game's ever finished. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that agree with kind of what we're saying here. So, Neo JD says open world games, online service games, loot boxes, remasters, mm. and day one patches. He yeah, puts re- a lot there. But yeah, the loot boxes is another thing. I mean, that's just kind of more a feature, but yeah. they're everywhere. It's the latest version of like the Skinner box for, for people. Whereas before it was last generation, that was achievements, right? Or. For certain people, this generation too. Um, <laughs> that was what, like, the, you know, the, the trophies. thing that kept you coming. <laughs> Sorry, uh, blasphemous. Um, that was the thing that kept you coming back, right? That was yeah, like yeah. The, the that was the 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 stick mm. uh, or the carrot, depending on how you look at it. Um, uh, whereas now it's we're just a bit more upfront, probably with some of that stuff, where it's like people are okay with DLC in a way that they weren't last gen, so yeah. they're just presenting it like. Buy some if you want. Yeah, if you want. That's yeah. the that's always the key. The game I was talking about was Metroid Other M. Oh yeah. There was a bug in there that you had to send your SD card in to Nintendo and Jeez, they would fix the save SD for you. Card. Yeah. Yikes. Oh, so your save file would be corrupted. Right. The uh, save file. So you have to copy it onto SD. Oh lord. One of Other M's many issues. Hey, um, there is a door in Sector 3 that cannot be unlocked and opened. It remains red and lo- locked, making it impossible to advance through the That's game. That's so bad. That's so annoying. Fucking Other M. I mean, last, you know what? Like, the last generation, fucking consoles breaking every oh, goddamn year. Rendering like, a death, yeah. Like... That's one thing we can... F- we've basically forgotten about this time around. Yeah. Like, everything's been cool. Yeah. Seems like. Yeah, your PlayStation 4 or all your consoles will just sound like a jet engine sometimes for no reason, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. No, I guess I was about to say that never happened to me, but it did. My PS3 broke. And right. I remember you sent it in for me. Right, right. Huh. I had both break. What a disaster. Uh, Drummer Duck 9 says massive multiplayer experiences having mass appeal and player bases. Mm, that's Destiny, a good one. Overwatch, Rainbow Six, Division. PUBG, Wildlands, For Honor, Division. It's like, yeah. Maybe for point. consoles? Because like PC, I'm like World of Warcraft, man. Yeah. Like we 12 million people playing that back in 2006. Yeah, you were beta testing this whole system. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing. Like jokes aside, it's like this is a long list of games. Right. You know, yeah. Like that, and, that, and it makes a good point of, of like, thing. yeah, I know you're talking about for audiences, but yeah, be, at least being accepted by PC right. or I mean by console players, right? Because it's the same thing of like people try bringing free to play over here and it didn't go the right Maybe way. Maybe it's free to play as well, actually, because that seems to be <laughs> real popular right now. Sam Hinton <laughs> brings up something interesting. Or not. Being homogenous, all <laughs> games, no matter the type, have adopted similar traits with loot boxes, open worlds. They're sure. all structurally too similar. 
I, I remember when it was, I remember when RPG elements was a big thing we would talk about in IGN oh, yeah. previews. And then you stop because every game now every has, game RPG, has RPG elements. elements. Yeah. Like, but no, I mean that's a, it's a good point though. Like when you start playing games now, so many of them are so similar. Yeah, like, designers know what works and what doesn't. So yeah, when you refine, you eventually it, it tapers down, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's a good point. I wonder where the variety comes from. Then is it setting? Or I guess graphics, it is. Yeah. Or, uh, Kyle Desange says, games as service, being in a game for long periods of time because of constant updates and changes yeah. to keep you in it. That's a really good shout. Josh Squire says, eSports and other streaming slash community-based games, e.g. League, Minecraft, Overwatch, Dota, Rocket League, PUBG, H1Z1. It's I think that's like a different perspective right. on it. That's grown in its own little area. It seems a bit more pinned up now, I feel like it's it's better. Like the Evo stuff last week. Sure. Like Compare that to like an eSport broadcast you would have watched five years ago like they kind of figured out their shtick it's pr pretty good now i feel it's not like that hokey video game tv show that you would have seen oh, in like yeah. 2003 you know it would have came like, on a oxm magazine like you right. have to like watch the halo championships yeah. it's like not that cringy sort of it feels like a bit more professional and presentable. i've done no research on this other okay. than what i was shown today from a, a tweet but jen's like do you know what the number one esport on tv is right now on and TV? I, yeah. In she, America? She means recently based on ratings, including Evo and including something else and whatever ESPN was running. Oh, I guess they're running Evo. Right? Yeah. I don't know. She showed it to me and it was, it's Cran Candy Crush because there's that oh, Mario there's Lopez the show, Mario show Lopez. that he does on CBS and like that's like number one and two based. And I, again, I don't even know where this came from, who did it or whatever. Yeah. But it seemed legit. It's a CBS show, I yeah. think. Yeah. 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 They showed the, the Smash Bros. finals on Disney XD. Oh, they did. From, yeah, I saw for, that. For Evo, that's crazy. It's fucking IGN has a TV show on I know, yeah, it's as well, yeah. Bayonetta 1, though. Everyone's made a big deal. Bayonetta, new Disney princess. Hell yeah. Let's oh, go. Yeah? I'm into it. Totally fucking into it. <laughs> what was and the then, other one? They had, um, oh, the, 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 some one of the players at Evo had to change uh, his Kami costume because oh, ESPN yeah. requested oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, too revealing. It's like, yeah. That's hilarious. Here we hilarious. go. This is what happens. <laughs> and then the last one, Rock Blackstone says, it'll be remembered as the golden age of gaming. So many great games, so little time, amazing variety from three-hour cinematic experiences to 100-hour open worlds. It's been good. Yeah. Like, there, it has. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, golden it's always someone's is, golden age. Exactly. Right? But that's such, that's a big title. But man, no, I do think people are going to think back on this generation very, very, very fondly. And it's going to be up there. In, like, five years time and like whatever like in a now maybe there are like there's this whole wave of people who grew up playing minecraft mm -hmm. which is like when they write books about the top 100 most influential games of all time like it's going to be in the top five easily yeah. right like so there there are people who have had a totally different perspective on all this and uh, you know i feel like there are as many good games coming out now as there were. There's probably more. There are more games coming out now. If you go look at like Moby Games database or whatever and like scan their weird graphs about like all the games that are coming out in console. Like there's yeah. so many more games coming out now uh, and longer games than ever before as well. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't feel like the golden age. The golden age for me was the Commodore Amiga 600. Hell yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, there might be something to that. There's yeah. the ratings. That, so that is a real infographic from TNL.media. They wow. do all these different, the next level. You can just, you know, pull. that's so funny. Yeah. yeah I mean, you bring up an interesting point, though, about Minecraft being one of the most influential games. I think that's another way we could look at this and just think of like, what right. are the most influential games of all time? And I know that's a big conversation. We should probably say that for another a topic. A bigger topic of the show, yeah. Yeah. But just, 
quickly for the sake of this conversation, mm. like what are the games that come to mind Super that like, you Brothers. need to put in there? Super Mario Brothers, Pong, Mario sixty four, World of Warcraft, Pong, World of Warcraft, Grand Theft Auto three, yeah, yeah. Minecraft, yeah, like all those games DC fit into what we were talking yeah. about earlier about League of Legends. What defines Probably. that generation? Dota, sure. Dota, Dota one. Yeah. My, I mean, I guess Minecraft's last gen. By I guess time. so. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. Mm. The PC, there's only been one gen of PC. That's yeah, the hard the part. You know PC's I mean? killing <laughs> it. One generation. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, using that on. same 266. <laughs> I have back in 1995. My knockoff Windows <laughs> 350 computer megahertz. my mom finally got. <laughs> right. All right, now, final segment of the show. Audience questions. You can go to kindofunny.com slash gamescast to leave your questions just like all these beautiful people did. Yeah. Seb Noren says, do you think the PS Vita would still be supported if it had a second set of shoulder buttons instead of the touchpad on the back? Uh, I've I've argued about this long and you know, for many times. PS, it's P, Vita's trap between PS3 and PS4. The mm. hubris of PS3 and the hey, we're gonna fucking nail it with PS4. Yeah. I think if you would have seen them launch it all the way in the PS3 generation, it would have been more like what we have now. Would have continued. It would have been more of a failure if they would have launched it in PlayStation 4 after launching the PlayStation 4. I think they would have. Yeah. Holy shit, gamers love games. We don't need to put any of these fucking goddamn quirks in here to try to make it matter to mobile yeah. people or whatever and i think it would have been more successful yeah i think it would have been an easier thing to wrap your head around i think it would have been an easier sell of hey at the very least you can play all of your playstation 4 games on this via remote play while your significant other or your kids or whoever uses the tv yeah. and it would have been like oh great instead of how it is now where it's like is it is the, uh, the control designed for remote play mm -hmm. or do i have to fucking sit here and claw at the back screen hoping I get what I need from it you know what I mean because like Persona 5 is great on it it's it, it, that's how a turn-based strategy game works for right it. and there'd be like a shooter exactly there I would be more there and I think that I would have ripped off the touch screen on both sides touch screen and touchpad I would have made uh, I would have just completely aped the PlayStation 4's UI I would not yes. have used bubbles <laughs> I would not oh, have made this God. thing in this weird I, I don't know why they've never changed that I know I have no right? idea that they've never been like you know what fuck it put the XMB back in there put the PSP's one exactly exactly like, just... and if you would have had the shoulder buttons there yeah it would have right. been a completely different thing do you but. know what i saw a lot of people playing those what tokyo oh yeah yeah oh yeah vita's still popular All over the place. yeah that's yeah. why vita is still that's why you still have vita games right that's why sony publicly is like we're done yeah freedom wars that's it no more triple a games for it and everybody's like i don't care i'll keep buying it monster. what do you got for me and i make a monster NIS, games exceed <laughs> yeah. give me another creepy game i want to <laughs> see some girls in their underwear <laughs> Danny, we got a couple questions for you. Oh my god! This one comes from K I W I J one M. Jesus! I looked at that. I'm like, is that something I can say? No, no, it's, no, it's it not. is not. Kiwi, Kiwi Jim? Maybe I don't know. What is Danny's most anticipated racing game this year? Ooh. GT Sport, Forza, mm -mm. Project Cars Two, ding, ding. F1, and Dirt Four. Uh, Dirt Four, I'm interested in the F1 games every year. I'm a big F1 fan. I do an F1 podcast. It's uh, my favorite racing discipline, but it's such an incremental. It's like Madden. I don't get excited about the new yeah. whatever. Um, uh, but Project Cars too, for sure. Project Cars is the best racing game I've played, um, maybe ever probably. Uh, uh, and I put in hundreds of hours into the last game. I got the wheel set up at home and my pedals and everything, and I adore it. It's great in VR as well. Uh, super good. Uh, the story of that game, how that got made, do you know anything about those guys? No. So that game got made by basically, it was a crowd coded game. Um, they're based now, they have a studio, Slightly Mad Studio in London, but it was basically a bunch of people that were like, nobody's making the racing game we want to make. We don't all want to play R Factor, but we also don't want to all play like Colin McRae. Like we can have a game that's like realistic, 
but looks good. Um, let's try and make it ourselves. And they did, and that's what Project Cars is. So where does Gran Turismo fall into this? I'm not a big GT fan. I've never been. Why? Uh, I guess, like, I, I liked the old PlayStation games. I used to play a bunch of those. But... I, I don't know. I just maybe it's too simmy to do with the maybe, to, it, but it's like Project Cars is like simmy. Like, so I don't know. But there's something about Project Cars mm. where I, at Judges Week, they now granted, at Judges Week, I played it with a controller and I'm, I was terrible at it and I was off in the gravel. I'm like, right. whatever. But then they had the VR car yeah. buckle yourself in and then on hydraulics. Oh, God. Like, yes. And we were going, going, going. Woo. And he, he'd be like, ease on the brake, ease on the brake. And because when you did it, the thing would ship you forward. <laughs> and so you felt it all there. <laughs> and when it was done, like, and he, there was a guy next to like, you, it was one headphone on because they just did not want you to kill yourself. Of like, <laughs> all right, you're coming up. He's like, all right, there's a turn on the right. So you start braking now. And like on the third one, finally you had a little bit of, you knew the track and you were, and it yeah. was like, this is fucking awesome. Mm. Like I, you know, I mean, again, it was in automatic, so there's no manual. I can't, right. man, you know what I mean? But it, it was like, holy fuck. Like mm. you guys have put a lot of love and care into this. Cause like drive club, we did a VR. Let's play. It'll eventually be a party mode or whatever. Right. And it was like, this is cool. This is fun. But like, this was like, I'm on the track. This is real. Everything's right. fucking happening right around me. It's uh, my favorite thing to do is to drive the F1 cars. But when I do, so I drive them. Sometimes I drive them with like basically all of the like things turned off. If I, all of the assists, if I go, it'll just spin. Like, there's, like, F1 cars are insane. The torque that they have is unbelievable. So, like, it's like you're, like, concentrating and you're listening to the bite points because you can, the gears on F1 cars are paddle shifters. And it's, like, the most intense experience ever. But you can also dial that all the way back and make it just be like, woo, I'm yeah, driving yeah, it. Yeah. Like the F1 game. So it's it's super scalable. Uh, I don't know what it is about, about, it's probably the fucking menus. <laughs> <laughs> Gran Turismo has the worst menus in video game history. Um, so it might be something to do with that, but uh, I don't know. It's uh, I love to play those old games, third person, Dodge Viper, like super good. Gran, yeah. Gran Turismo 1 and 2, but I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not into When that. it comes to racing games, I love Ridge Racer. I love Ridge Need for Speed. You know, just like the, the fun, just more arcade arcadey, arcade-y ones. ones. Yeah, yeah it was like drifting galore. And and it's just like super easy. Burnout and Paradise, one of the best racing yeah, games Yeah, exactly. But... My question for you, like, what is the difference between these games? I, I yeah. look at them all, and I, you know, I'm so outside of it. That I'm just like, whatever, it's foreign. But like, Fort, Forza and GT, right? Like, what makes one different than the other? It's 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 like you know, it's like we were talking about football games, right? And yeah. NCAA and then Madden, and they needed the blitz stuff, right? Like, it's all just particulars. Like Gran Turismo, I guess, is more a game about getting your licenses and like unlocking cars and sort of the you know. Getting getting all of the trophies. I feel like that's when I think about that game. That's what I think about. Forza is more of like has always you know even you think about the Horizon stuff, but it's always been like I don't know like more about different disciplines of racing in a way that GT kind of doesn't really do as much. Um, Project Cars is that like sort of stretched out because in Project Cars you can do go karts, F one cars, cop cars, <laughs> not yet. Um, like all these other different types of disciplines. And also like you can customize the shit out of it. Like you can do, you know, you can drive go-karts on Silverstone if you want, which is stupid because it'll take you like forever to do a lap. Uh, or you can do like night races or daytime races or 24 hour races. You can like customize, uh, customize the hell out of it. Um, and then like F1 would be like, that'd be someone who's an F1 fan who wants to have the real drivers in the game. They mm. want to see Lewis Hamilton. They want to have the real commentators. You know, they want to do practice and qualifying and a race mm. in their favorite circuits, but that's all they care about. They don't care yeah. about anything else. So it's, yeah, I, I guess it shows you how much love for motor sport there is. We haven't even talked about like Indy and NASCAR and all those like 
franchises that ran on forever as well. You know, yeah. camp, you know, camping world truck. Well, so there's Forza and then there's Forza Horizon. What's the right. difference there? Horizon is the open world, like a bit more jovial, unlocking things, the Burnout Paradise version. And, uh, you know, Forza, then regular Forza is more like GT, where it's like, mm. here are races. You know, you are on a circuit, race there. Uh, whereas Horizon is like, hey man, it's fucking Horizon Festival. It's in Tuscany. Drive wherever you want. There's no oh, human. Yes, basically. Was in it, the DLC. Yeah. That was exactly. fantastic. Yeah. God, I loved that. It was and then there's Trackmania, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> um,. Venom says, I watched your Final Fantasy XIV documentary and fell madly in love with it. How do you get permission to interview workers in a company like Square? Ooh, boy, howdy. Um, Lots of emails. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like people are, you probably experienced this a lot. People are open to talking to you when they know you're not, when you like, when they know like you respect them. Hey, you don't have an agenda. Yes. You're not coming in here to sideswipe or do something or yeah. get us on here just to have it be a hit piece or something. Get, get, a, yeah. get a headline out of it or. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't benefit. Like one of the things I keep harping onto people is like the amount of views we get is kind of agnostic a bit to, to like what, what we really want to make is something that like fans like and last the test of time. Like that's the metric for making these videos because you're only making one video for like every two months, right? So you got to make sure it's like it ticks those boxes and then everything else is kind of a little bit secondary. So we're not like sexying it up in any way, you know? We're not taking things out of context, that sort yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah. So I think... You're not doing breakout videos about like, you won't believe what Square almost had this happen. Right. And you could like, you can edit things to say whatever, right? Like you, I would love to give the rushes to someone else and be like, now you make one. And then put the two of them together because you can tell totally different types sure, of stories and sure. make people more or less empathetic or whatever. So I think, uh, you know, the thing of Final Fantasy is uh, that series was one that I wanted to do one on a series that I knew nothing about. And I also wanted to do one in Japan because I'd never been to Japan and I don't have a foot in the door in Japan. Gotcha. Now we have a foot in the door in Japan. So it was easier to pitch Final Fantasy because we went, yo, we went to id and they showed us Doom 4 for the first time. And, you know, it worked out well for them. You know, they everyone likes that thing and nothing yeah, yeah. bad came from it and all that. So the more of these we have, I feel like the easier it is to get in and ask people those questions. But that was crazy. Like, at one stage, I was interviewing the CEO of, um, of the company who came downstairs with, like, all of the legal people and everyone. And I was... I'm used to interviewing people, like, in a, at their desk where they, like program all day yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was sitting in this room with this gentleman and there were like maybe 16 people to the side while I talked and I was like I was doing this and afterwards uh, everyone left the room and I went to Jeremy and I was like that was like the fucking craziest thing I've ever seen yeah. but like but they didn't get in the way sure. they were like yeah, yeah, they yeah. were just making sure I wasn't there to say yo how, how like, much do you hate Konami right or something, <laughs> yeah, something. so um, I don't know yeah it's I kind of think it's crazy too that, that people want to do these because, like, why not? But I think the only reason they do them is because the reason why Yoshida-san wanted to do this, and I talked to him before we did it, I've talked to him after, um, was that, like, all of, lots of this information is out there, but people really want to have their story told. Mm. And, like, you know this about developers, right? You said this when you went on stage and you won the Game Awards. I remember watching that and, like, punching the sky in the GameSpot office. Like, these people toil away for sure. years... And then the game's out and then that's it, right? Yep. Uh, so if you give them the opportunity to, like, talk about shit, especially if you're asking them, like, kind of, like, really particular stuff about their weird job, their weird part of it, like, they're, they're more than happy to tell you. So I kind of feel like 
Yeah, like that's probably why. Like people yeah, just once, want to tell stories. Once you established what it what no clip was, I, mean, I have to imagine it was easier. Yeah, because it was like, oh, okay, this is what it looks like, and this is what it is, and it is long, lengthy, in depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's get beyond the surface level of like, what did you add this year? What is the, what are the features here? Like, because people have gotten really good at that. Yeah, and lots of people are doing it, right? And we're yeah. all trying to find our own way of doing it, right? Like, yeah. kind of funny was your own way. Like when you guys did this, people were like we're all back at the mainstream press, right? Thinking like, what? Like. You can do it that way, like yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. And then I said uh, my watershed moment was going to kind of funny life too, and being like, "Oh fuck, all right, the penny dropped. I got, it. I get what this is." <laughs> um, like it's yeah, to do it in a different way. Like the worst thing I could have done is left and just done what I was doing and exactly against sure. what it wouldn't have made any sense. So welcome to the rec room, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. Hopefully, we'll keep having people. Just respecting people and being yeah. cool, not like fucking with them and making something that they're proud of, right? Sure. And hopefully then that, that that's what happened is the people who reached out to us had seen what, what I did to other places and went, hey, we've got the we story. This what do too. you think? Yeah, That's yeah. awesome, man. How well, often do you get all pitched? That. All oh, the time. Yeah. It's mostly now. It, at the start, I pitched Rocket League because I wanted to do it first. I pitched um, Bethesda Doom because I wanted to do that second. Yeah. And then everything. Actually, no, I'll take it back. The indie stuff we do, I have to pitch. So oh, I yeah. had to ask Derek Yu for Spelunky, John Blow for The Witness, and um, Jim Crawford for Frog Factions. Like, you know how bad indie people are at PR. Yeah. So the last thing they're doing is pitching while of they're course. in between yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, can we please do this? Um, and they were all super nice. We interviewed Jonathan Blow for like four hours, uh, and his throat was like gone uh, <laughs> by the end. Uh, but everyone else has been them pitching to us. In fact, I'm trying to think The Witcher. This might have been mutual. I think we kind of both knew we wanted to do this yeah. one. So. Yeah. If anyone out there hasn't seen any no clip mm. documentaries yet, what should they start with? The trailers. We have uh we do I do a trailer for everything and we have a playlist of trailers. So if you go to no clip uh video on YouTube, uh it, there's basically a playlist of all the trailers. So you can just like it's like a you know, a la carte, you could little menu. Yeah. yeah. I think the, our most popular one is the first part of the doom series. Um, it's got like 800,000 views or something uh, on the way to a mill. It's fucking nuts. Right. Yeah. It's going to be cool. It's like a quarter of all our views. Probably, right. Yeah. Um, and the Final Fantasy stuff is probably not the one to start with because they're long and in Japanese. <laughs> so it's quite a tough watch. Uh, but Rocket League and Doom are pretty, pretty snackable. Um, and then the, some of the other ones are quite small. Like the Witness one is cool if you like the Witness and stuff like that. But yeah, probably the trailers because okay. it's like you get a sense of it. Each yeah. one is, yeah. Definitely check them out. Danny, thank you Thanks, for being on the show. Pleasure as ever. Greg, thank you for being on no the show. No problem. It's always a pleasure, you know too. What I mean? For everyone back at home, this Sunday... We're premiering Kind of Funny Live 3. Oh, yeah. Doing the, the live stream all day from 11 to 5 p.m. Pacific time on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We'll be doing a giveaway stream. We're giving away a whole bunch of video games. And then for Patreon supporters at the $10 or above level, we will do a world premiere live stream of Kind of Funny Live 3. Sweet. So until then, stay beautiful. I love you. <laughs>